Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 10th episode of Shaking and Crying for this March 28th, 2018. My name is Rob Roberts. And I'm Aria Snark, but you can call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me wondering how much longer this is going to go on before I go soak in my bath with my lush bath bombs. I don't know, girl. Pull up a chair. It might be a three-hour show tonight. And oh, I, fuck. I clap emoji, don't clap emoji, even clap have, clap news. Like, I'm just prepared to wing it tonight. I was very lazy in show prep tonight, but I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So first off, I want to give ourselves a round of applause because we made it to double digits. Woo! Hell yeah. Woo! We didn't get canceled in the first season. What? Woo! We only have to go three more episodes and we will outlive Pokestop podcast. Woo! I don't even know what that is. It's the show I had with Shane for like three months. Oh, I didn't even know you had a show with Shane. <laughs> apparently, apparently uh, ratings were very high and it was a riveting success. Oh, wow. Do you play Pokemon Go? Have you ever? Girl. Have you ever played? The fuck do you think? <laughs> Have you ever played um, Pokemon on like uh, the Game Boy, the handhelds? Like Pokemon no. Red? Not even when you were younger? I mean, Pokemon cards were a thing when I was in seventh grade, but like I collected maybe three of them. And then I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> and I stopped. <laughs> I like that you collected a whole three cards when, like, 12 are in a pack. <laughs> How did that yeah. happen? Did you steal them from another kid? Probably. I mean, that's it that sounds like me. Um, so we've been gone for a little bit, and there's just there's a lot of stuff going around. There's a lot of drama. I like that we don't beholden ourselves to a regular schedule, but I was hoping we could get one show out a week. But obviously, things are going to happen, and, and some things have been going on, right, Victoria? God, yes, things have been going on. Um, so I posted something about this on the Instagram when I was just kind of like, hey, guys, we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus. Um, my grandma, my great grandma, uh, she died last week. Um, she was 90. She had dementia. Um, I was able to go to San Diego and say goodbye and do all the things that you're supposed to do. Um and unfortunately, on Tuesday morning, while I was driving to go to a training for work, my aunt called me and let me know that grandma was gone. I mean, I mean she didn't even have to say anything. Like, I, once I saw it, it was like 730 in the morning and her phone, her name was popping up on my phone. I was like, oh, this is the call. Yeah, there's no reason for anybody for any reason to be calling me at 730. Yeah. And I was like, this is the call. Yeah. Um, and so I just answered the phone and I was like, is she gone? And she says, yeah. So my grandma died in her sleep, um, but she lived a very long and very happy life. Um, she is the epitome of a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. She raised three kids by herself in the 50s, which is pretty much unheard of. Um, she was the residing matriarch over our family because my mom's side of the family is like mostly women. Uh, we have my uncle and then basically husbands. Um, but there are eight granddaughters. She had three girls. My grandma, yeah, my grandma Gloria had three girls. My grandma Joan, who's my mom's mom, had three girls and a boy. So like we are a family of strong women. Um, 
I don't mean to like kind of go off on a tangent, but no, girl, you know, I just kind of want to talk about her a little bit just because every, everyone needs to know how amazing she was. Everybody um, understands. Is is this your grandma that was obsessed with Twilight or this no. is one of her kids? No, that's that's my grandma's daughter. So that's my so my grandma Gloria. It was my great grandma who died. Right. Um. And so like my family has kids who are young and they live for fucking ever. Um. Like my great great grandma died when I was four. Wow, that's still that's, um, yeah. Grandma Gloria, Grandma Gloria was a great great grandma. Um, and uh, but she like God forbid if you ever called her grand or great grandma, she would bitch you out something fierce. <laughs> um, when my best friend met her. Uh, I went to, we went to bingo and I was like, Grandma Gloria, this is Christina. Christina, this is my Grandma Gloria. And Christina says, oh, hi, Grandma Gloria. It's nice to meet you. And my Grandma Gloria goes, do not call me Grandma Gloria. I am not your grandmother. I have enough damn grandkids as it is. (laughs) I I love that because most people are always like, oh, welcome to the family. Even though, you know. My grandma's like, no, I got enough of these motherfuckers running around. It's cool. You ain't on my Christmas list. I I ain't getting you a kitty for Christmas. Uh, yeah, but you know she was just she was just always kind of around. Like you know when I was a kid, she picked me up from school and bring me a basket of strawberries and a glass of water. Um, when I was a little girl, my dad, being the jackass that he was, um, liked to try and scare me, and he always told me that if I didn't go to sleep the kukui would come and get me. And the kukui is basically like the Mexican boogeyman. Um, and whenever I was at my grandma's house, I'd be really afraid to go to sleep because my dad wasn't there to keep keep the, the kukui at bay. Um, and so she had this like wooden butterfly mobile hanging in her room. And she told me that if, uh, you know, that not to worry because the butterflies would protect me. And a few years ago, while I was living in Sacramento, actually, um, I received my box of my Christmas checks mix because I was unable to go home for Christmas Eve. So I got my box of Christmas checks mix and my $25 that she gave all of the grandkids for Christmas. And also in there was uh, two of the wooden butterflies. So I have those hanging on the wall above my bed and they keep the nightmares away. Um, and I'm planning on getting one of the butterflies uh, tattooed on my wrist that's really sweet uh-huh. you don't have any tattoos huh i don't have any that's 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 what i want to get that is um it's so i like i seriously do not mean to make your moment about myself i promise but like you know obviously i went through a huge loss last year right yeah and sure. um my sister is convinced that there's a connection with butterflies as well that when like she sees butterflies she thinks it is my mom speaking to her and yeah. that's because of, you know, some stories and some things that are between them that I don't necessarily have the same thing with. But it's just like it kind of like, wow, like Victoria has like a very like similar thing with butterflies. But when it comes to the tattoos, like I ha- I do not have any tattoos myself. But having lost my mom last year, I am like strongly considering like it's it's probably going to happen. It's just a matter of choosing who's going to do it because there's only so many people that can do this tattoo. But um, for my 40th birthday, which is coming up this year, oh, it pains me to say it. Um, I'm going to get a, a sound wave of my mom. Have you seen this stuff online? Oh, I love that. Right. The, the, um, the tattoos that actually, when you, uh, like have the phone app, you can actually play the sound because I'm lucky enough that since she was on, you know, my other show OLR and I still have some voicemails, like I have recordings of my mom. 
So I really want to be able to like do that as a sound way because that that has a lot of impact for me. Just like, you know, and even and, you know, some people are like, well, you know, it's not really the sound wave and the app is, you know, the app may not be there forever. But it, it's not just about that. Like, I don't care if the app goes down or whatever. Like, it's still like a representation of my mother. And it's still like, you know, with with podcasting and all that, like audio is very important to me. So, yeah. So it's just, I just I had to interject because like you're not the only one that like kind of wants to like as part of like dealing and coping with everything going on. It's like I'm going to put a permanent mark on my body. Yeah, and it's something that like it's very symbolic and it's it's very representative of who my grandma was as a person um and our relationship and stuff. So um I told my mom and my mom was like, "Well, if that's what you want to do." And I'm like, "Why you got to be a bitch about it?" Like <laughs> It doesn't mean also, you're it doesn't mean you're suddenly going to become like a, a thug or a drug yeah, dealer. Yeah, I'm like or it's a, a fucking butterfly criminal. and it's like it's like and it's not even going to be like in a no offense to if anybody has a butterfly in any place but it's not gonna be like on my lower back so it's not gonna be like a trashy tattoo you know what i mean like it's, it's gonna be on my wrist and it's not, it's a not even stamp. gonna be like a, the one that i just pick off the wall like i'm gonna bring in the fucking butterfly and have them like this is what i want on my body and have them just like draw it from there you know and I'm sure most people who have a butterfly who do probably have a similar story to what you're talking about right now. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not like, you know, because a butterfly is like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those, those cliche tattoos, if you will. But like, this one has a lot of meaning behind it. And it's not going to be just like some one that I pulled off the internet. Like, no, I have it. I'm literally looking at it right now. Um, but yeah, so she was just, she was an amazing lady and, you know, I'm very thankful that I was able to do a lot of things with her. Like I went on, I was with her on her last trip to Disneyland. So that's clear. Like, that's a really big, important thing for me. Yeah. Um, I have a picture of the two of us at Disneyland on the last time she went. Um, it's actually hanging in my office. Um, but yeah, so it's just been hard. And then like, I also found out like the next day that my grandpa on my dad's side has kidney cancer. Uh. And then on Monday, I found out that a family friend had died. And so it's just been really bad. Um, if March and the rest of 2018 could leave my loved ones alone, I'd really fucking appreciate it. Um, so I'm just, I am mentally and emotionally drained. You sound and I'm not, like you sound I'm not like a very emotional person. What? You sound like you could use a nap. Yeah. Like, I'm not a very emotional person as it is. So when I have to deal with all of these, like, oh, so many emotions all at once, I don't know how to handle it. And my body just kind of shuts down. And then also, like, I had a convention this past weekend. And so I have a little bit of con crud. And so I'm kind of sick. And it's just like, oh, God, I'm like, can I just sleep for like the next eight months? Because that would be fucking wonderful. I just I hope your 2018 is not starting to go like my 2017, which was yeah. horrific. But um, yeah. well, anyway, look, I, I you know, I'm sending you big hugs and love and I'm I'm sorry to hear what's going on. But at the same time, like I'm really, you know, I'm I'm happy that it sounds like you're, you know, Gloria lived a long, very full life and, you know, is is at peace, you know. Yeah, and she is. And, you know, that's what I told her when I was there. I said, you know, it's okay. It's okay to let go. And, like, we're all going to be here. And we all love you. And we're all going to keep um, your memory alive and all that. And I have to stop talking about this now because I'm going to cry on the air. No, it's, um, it's... I'm sorry to be such a downer, you guys. But, you know, oh, sometimes you just need to talk about it. And you need to get this, these emotions out. And 
I know this is like not a platform for that, but sometimes like most of the people who are listening to this know us and are our friends. Yeah, I was going to say, trust me, all the listeners, whether they know you or not, are like thinking of you and giving you a big hug right now. And that's that's something I've kind of learned through um, OLR is it's kind of similar to you remember that episode of RuPaul's Drag Race where Roxy revealed the story that she got left at the bus stop. And so Ru gets into, you know, the we as gay people get to choose our family. And I'm not calling all of our listeners and you gay, but, you know, you're kind of gay, Victoria. And I think everybody's <laughs> happy when they listen to this show. So there's that. Um, but I think in some way, you know, you get to choose, you know, what you're choosing to to listen to us, I guess. You know, so it's like you're kind of like inviting us into your life, which, you know, we're very appreciative of and so forth. So, I mean, I think sometimes people kind of kind of want to know and like that you would share a moment like that. Like, that's just kind of something I've learned, because obviously the week I came back after my mom passed on OLR was of was a very heavy show and that's that's a three-hour show girl that's not even (laughs) like 45 minutes or an hour like this so yeah okay well you went to atlanta though so let's talk about that i did let's talk about atlanta and then i want to talk about your convention so okay so so we missed the show last week because obviously victoria we all know why she she didn't want to do the show and it's understandable so i was like you know what we've been good boys and girls with attendance let's take a week off but then i have been in atlanta over the weekend um and i just got back last night um so I left for Atlanta on Friday, and the reason why I went, I was actually going to a wedding, and it's actually Bobby Blackwolf at the Voice Geeks Network got married. You met Bobby. Oh once. yay! Congratulations, Bobby. Yeah, you met Bobby uh, that one random E three, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all went to dinner, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, Bobby married his uh, fiance Jennifer, and uh, it was a it was a lovely nerd wedding like they they marched down the aisle to music from final fantasy and there was star wars references and weird al was a song that played at their reception like it was all the great like nerdy references without being like a full-on like nerd wedding like they still was a lot of traditional stuff in it so it was just very good it was very anyway i don't need to be sharing all their business but bobby said i could talk about it on the shows a little bit so uh, I am, and uh, it was great. I was just, you know, it was kind of a small wedding. He didn't have a ton, a ton of people there, so I was very honored to be a part of it, honestly. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so, but, you know, with Atlanta being a four-and-a-half-hour flight and a three-hour time zone change, I was like, okay, we're not going to just fly, go to the wedding, and then fly back the next day. Like, that's not what's going to happen. So we're going to just kind of take this as an excuse to have a vacation. And Alan had never been to the south at all, let alone, you know, oh, wow. yeah, let alone Atlanta. Cause you know, Alan, Alan, who's my husband, if you didn't know, is not like super duper well traveled. Like, you know, he, he went to Toronto once and otherwise a lot of stuff are places I've dragged him to like Seattle and Chicago. So he just never been to the South. So it's like, okay, let's, let's make a little like vacation out of it. And honestly, and I think I tweeted about this earlier in the week, one of the best parts about the whole experience and getting away for a few days was just like, my husband and I got to get away from work and spend some time together, which is such a rare fucking treat these days because I work a standard nine to five. He doesn't. So there's a lot of like missed stuff usually. So mm-hmm. it was a great way to, you know, just I don't mean to be sappy, but I just, you know, I found myself kind of reflecting. Like the la- yeah, sorry. I found myself reflecting the last day like I'm just really happy to be spending time with Alan right now. I was very happy about that. Um so, yeah, so uh, we went to the wedding on, on Saturday, and we did some other stuff, too. Um, we did the tourist traps. Um, we went to the World of Coke. You know the World of Coke? 
That sounds like heaven. Yeah, it was the Coca-Cola Museum because Coca-Cola is like headquartered in Atlanta. I guess they have one in Vegas, too, because Vegas is where all the tourist traps are. But um, the world of Coke is in Atlanta. And uh, I, I had not done that tourist trap before. I've been to Atlanta a ton because of Dragon Con. I've been to Dragon Con like five times. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd already done a lot of the tourist traps, but I hadn't done that one. And so I did feel like a little bit, though, like the world of Coke was like we were paying Coca-Cola $15 for them to basically have a giant commercial for us for the whole time. <laughs> like it was one of those things where it's like you go in and they're talking about, oh, here's all these Coke products in the Coke Museum. And here's how Coke was invented. And then you go into this movie theater and you watch like a six-minute ad for Coke. And I don't know if you know like Coke ads, but – they don't ever, like, fucking show Coke. Like, it's just like, we're going to go, like, whoa, what the fuck was this at? It was like the, this couple announcing to uh, their, their mom and dad or whatever that they're pregnant. And uh, a, a couple uh, getting proposed. You can't be to- drinking Coke if you're pregnant. There's caffeine in that. <laughs> a couple pr- uh, propo- That's irresponsible. proposing to each other on a hot air balloon and people climbing up a mountain. And then somehow it was like, we're going to celebrate all this stuff with a Coke. And I was like, why am I watching this? Like, we, it's part of the, like, just let me go in the museum and go at my own pace, which finally they let you do after that. But I was just like, oh my God, like, I'm literally sitting there the whole time watching this going, I fucking paid $15 to watch a commercial. Like, what is this? Yeah, so, you did. Anyway, the punchline and the best part is the very last room that you go through before you go to the gift shop. And that is a place where you can taste all of the different sodas from like around the world I, oh my god that sounds like a diabetes hellhole it it was a bit of a diabetes hellhole have you, they have something very similar to it at epcot have you ever seen this yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so like i guess at epcot you can sample like eight different flavors or something it's like soda from around the world yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like, imagine that times, like, five. Because of the world of Coke, it's like, here's all the Europe flavors. Here's all the Africa flavors. Here's all that. So you can sample a lot. And I was maybe able to sample, like, seven sodas. And I mean, like, sample, like, a little sip before I was like, I feel a diabetic shot coming on. And I'm not even diabetic. But, you know, I've also just learned to, like, listen to my body. So my body is saying too much sugar. I just, I had to stop. So I didn't get to sample everything. But... One of the drinks I got to have was Beverly. Have you had Beverly? I've heard about, Be- I've heard about Beverly. I, I, so, okay. So at the wedding, they were saying, Rob, you got to have Beverly. Like, if you go to the World of Coke, you got to have Beverly. So if you don't know what this is, Beverly, they don't even make it anymore. Like, they only make it for the World of Coke and the tasting stuff. I think it's also at Epcot. But because like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the joke, the joke one. It's the meme. It's, it's because people record themselves drinking it and putting it on the internet. So again, it's a free commercial for Coke. Yeah. So anyway, um, so they still – it used to be a drink in Italy, and they call it a – I'm going to mispronounce it. It's the aperitif or whatever. It's like the – it's the palate cleansing soda that you use. So you, uh-huh. you drink it, and it's a little bit of a fruit taste, but it has a really bitter aftertaste. There's actually a tweet uh, of a video of me taking it, and I knew this was going to happen. I drank it, and I was like, this isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. – uh, the aftertaste was kind of nasty, but like actually, when it, like it, when it's first going down, it's kind of good. That's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it's similar to a lot of things in life. <laughs> <laughs> the aftertaste is a little nasty and, then you're and like, bitter. Oh God, what the fuck! <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so I I I didn't hate the Beverly, but the best was like the melon lychee thing that was from Asia or whatever it was, like a uh, Fanta. It was so good. Of course, that's what you liked. But What's then there's me. I just be sitting there holding the um, the lever down with my mouth underneath just the plain Coke spigot, just like give me all that sweet caffeine. <laughs> You got to go sometime. I mean, I don't know. Well, if you ever go to Dragon Con, which is, you know, yeah. the Super Bowl of cosplay, we'll do World of Coke one day. Yeah. That'll be fun. See so, how long it's going to take Victoria to just die and go to heaven. And it's just it's just in the Coke Museum. <laughs> That's it. It's just it. I love it. Uh, let's so see. I'm glad you enjoyed your weekend, though. I did. I did. I have more. Should I tell more? Yes. I wrote down all these things for the trip that I could share here on the show. Okay. So we went and saw the dolphin. Guys, you might not get to news tonight. I'm just saying it's going to be us just talking about our weekends. I'm sorry. That's what we have like two weeks of shit to catch up on. Okay, so yeah, you know what? Sorry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Then what? What happened in the news? Everybody hates Facebook right now, and Apple put out a new iPad. Done. All right. And then the Spice Girls might be doing a movie, and the Pixar Disney March Madness. That's it. Okay. Go. No, we need to come back and talk about the March Madness thing specifically. Specifically. Okay. Okay. But we'll come Officially. back to that. First, first dolphins. Okay. So do you like aquariums? No, because I hate fish. What? Fish freak me out. Really? Do you eat sushi? Yes. No. I just, I'm just, I, I, I did not I know you had like a thing where fish freak you out. I love aquariums. Like whenever fish I. Fish and balloons, man. Fish and balloons. We have a, a friend of mine got married at an aquarium and I was like, I don't. I don't know. Like the wedding was outside, but the reception was in the aquarium and I had to stay in the room without the fish. It's that like triggering for you? It gives me, it gives me really bad anxiety. What is it? Is it just the fact that the fish, I mean, not to like, you know, like, so, totally... no, it's fine. I can talk about it. As long as I'm not like looking at fish, it's fine. Okay. Um, like I can see pictures of fish and stuff and that's <laughs> fine. Like I could watch finding Nemo cause it's like, uh, they're not real fish. I was just about to ask, um, how do you feel about finding Nemo? Do you know we have a yeah, restaurant? No, do you know we have a restaurant here called Nemo sushi? Do you know how fucked up that is? Up. That's fucked up. Um, if you look at, um, if you watch, uh, there's an episode of The Good Place, and it's when Chidi is talking to his friend um, before he died, and they're at a restaurant called, like, Found Nemo or something like that, and it's a fish place. It's oh, real fucked up. I remember um, I remember seeing that because I thought of the sushi place. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we could spend it's an hour talking up. about anyway, The Good Place and um, how much I yeah, love that show. Yeah, so when I was a kid, um, when I was a kid, my dad had a boat. And, like, we had this, like, little toboggan thing that you'd pull off the back of it. And then I flew off because I didn't know you're supposed to turn with the boat. And so, like, I skidded across the lake. And as I was, like, floating in the lake, like, fish kept coming up and rubbing against my legs. And it scared me. And, of course, things that scared me made my dad laugh. So he just kind of left me there for a little while while I freaked out. And now it's just, like, it used to be just dead fish would freak me out. And now it's just mostly all fish. Okay, no, I to I totally get it now because like it's always traumatic stories as children will fuck you up for life. It's like me and the dogs, right? Yeah, fish and balloons. I don't like balloons either. What's the balloon thing? So you remember that you know how like, when you go to the fair and they play that um, shoot the clowns game, like when you shoot the water in the clown's mouth and the balloon pops. Yeah. Well, the sound of the balloon freaked me out when I was little, and then again, my dad uh, kept playing it because it made him laugh that it scared me. <laughs> like he would sit there like every time I would freak out he'd laugh and then play again was there no one there to tell your dad maybe you shouldn't do that <laughs> no because my dad my mom and my dad separated when I was a little kid and so my dad would do these things I see and it would scare me and now like 
I hate, like, my actual nightmare job, if I worked at Disneyland, would be the balloon handler. Like, that's my actual nightmare job. That and working working on Small World. I still can't. You probably can't do this either. Like, it's not that I hate balloons, but I don't like the way they feel. Like, that whole, like, latexy. Like, I don't mean to, like, make people shiver and stuff. That whole, like, latexy feel of a balloon is super fucking gross to me. Yeah, like, like we have, we have, I wear a lot of gloves at work because I work with food. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, they brought a set of, like, latex gloves in for me to use. And I'm like, can we not? This is like a fucking balloon on my hand. Can we not? Uh, Please. But I, um, I can't tie a balloon, like, into a knot. I can't do it. I, I can. That's the fucked up thing. It's like, I can do it. Really? And then, like, a, like, a family friend was having, uh, it was her birthday. Or it was, like, a family friend's girlfriend. It was her birthday. And um, I was at their house spending the weekend because it was in San Diego. And so my family friend, my dad, it was my dad's friend. He asked me, he's like, can you help me like with the blow up the balloons and stuff like that? And I was like, uh, how badly do you need my help? And he was like, well, there's a lot of them. There's like 50 balloons we need to blow up. And I was like, uh, OK. And so like I was like, but the minute one of these fuckers pop, I'm gone. <laughs> like. Can't we do confetti cannon or a pinata? Right? right. Can't we just like shoot confetti at her or silly string or something when she comes in the house? Why does it have to be this shit? <laughs> and so we like filled up their entire room with balloons. And I was like, this is my actual hell. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Aquariums. I don't even know. Okay. I'll make the story quick. But okay. So you don't go to aquariums. I really enjoy aquariums because I, I like fish and like I love all the different colors that they come in. And I love that shit where like. You know, like, you remember Marine World here in NorCal, right? Surely you went to Marine World at one point. I went once, and I went with your ex. Oh, oh God. I'm sorry on multiple levels. But anyway, you remember how they have, like, that conveyor belt that takes you through the shark tank where the shark, like, swims yes. over you? I love that shit. You probably hate it. See, I'm okay with, like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, like, sharks and dolphins and seals and all that kind of shit. It's just actual fish that I don't like. Okay. What about jellyfish? I'm okay with jellyfish, despite the fact that I got stung by one when I was a kid. I'm okay with them. Okay. All right. Anyway. Because well, I think it's the bulbous eyes of the fish that freak me out. The whole... And, like, the mouths. And I just don't like that. It's the... The, it's, the, it's the fish face. The whole point of this story <laughs> was to talk about the dolphin show at the aquarium. Have you ever seen Okay. The... I... Dolphin shows are great. Okay. I can talk about dolphin shows. Okay. Because, okay. So, they used to have one at the Atlanta Aquarium. The last time I went, Bobby took me the first year I was ever in Atlanta, which is like five years ago. And it was like the cheesiest fucking thing in the world. Like, I don't, the music was so, like, bad. And it was all about, we have to save the dolphins and the oceans. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> like it's trying like, to. Yes. Yes. We do have to save the dolphins, but not like this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking that I'm randomly thinking of that scene from The Matrix. It's like that song is playing where she's going, not like this, not like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it's like it's like it's like some Christian rock band probably wrote this song that's to inspire children to become trainers. And all I remember was that at the end there was like the I don't know what he was supposed to be like the dolphin. He who talks to dolphins had this giant cape that would light up in all these different colors. Like it was Joseph and the amazing like neon color dream coat. coat. Yes. Do not tell Aaliyah she will want a fucking light up <laughs> dolphin cape. But anyway, like it was the like even I'm I me I'm sitting up there in the rafters watching this th- going, 
this is so gay. Like, <laughs> and like, I know you're not supposed to do that. Like, you know, but sometimes we break those rules because we're just filthy mouth people. We can't help it. I'm just watching this whole thing going like, this is, this is a tragedy. So I was really looking forward to taking Alan so that he could experience it. So we're watching the show and it kind of starts off like kind of similar where the trainer's introducing it and all this stuff. And then they change the show. Oh, no. So now. Okay, so get this. So all of a sudden, like, do you remember like the quintessential? Now they're, now they're, now they're like, we have to turn the dolphins into dolphin steaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it was not about dolphin steaks. It was still <laughs> it was still this very like heavy handed message about like every kid should leave here wanting to be an animal trainer. But they did like a techno rave dolphin party. It's like what it is now. Like, that sounds pretty rad. Do you remember like the quintessential 90s techno song, Robert Miles' Children? <laughs> like, you, no. if you heard it, you would know it. Do, 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 do. Okay, you know the song, Tell Me a Fable from Ever After. You... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yes. I know my girl knows an Ever After reference. Okay, same artist did that children's song, right? Okay. You, you would know it if you heard it. So it was this weird, like, orchestra version of that song as the dolphins came out and would randomly splash the audience because I guess that's a thing that, like, audiences love is getting wet. And, like, I would I never – I would never sit in the splash zone. In fact, when I go to see these shows, I sit as far in the back as I possibly can so I cannot get wet. Do you know I – okay, so at the Georgia Aquarium, they also have penguins, and I fucking live for the penguins. And penguins are the most adorable creatures ever. However, as I went up and I went to go, oh, my God, I love the penguins. They're so cute. They're so pretty. One of them took the biggest shit in the water. <laughs> so swam. <laughs> swam around in the water in its own poop poop water and then like walked off and just like shrugged it off you know and i'm just thinking like the, I, and i'm just i'm i'm imagining that penguin shitting in the water as i see all these people getting splashed with the dolphin water and i'm going like that's, that's why i don't like sitting in the splash yeah, zone that is poop water why would it's you... shit it's shit water i don't want that <sighs> i mean i know they put I'm chlorine in, it's chlorine poopy water gross yeah, that's real gross. Like, imagine imagine that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean smell and then a oh. big giant turd right in the middle of uh. it. Now, look, if it was like 100 degrees and humid in Atlanta, I, mi- I might sit in the poop water zone. I might do it. Like, if the weather's that miserable, maybe I'll just, you know, get get a little splash with the poo water. But a little spritz. Yeah, a little, little spritz. <laughs> a little poo spritz. Yeah. Little, little Beverly, little, little oceans, <laughs> nat- nature's Beverly, um, <laughs> but uh, but it wasn't. It was like seventy two degrees. No, actually, it was kind of colder. But it doesn't matter. There was no reason to sit in the splash zone. But I just I just thought it was interesting why like people are obsessed with dolphin shows. But it's kids. It's all kids. Kids like it. Yeah, I mean, I lived in San Diego when I was a kid, so like we Sea World was like the thing to do. And so, like, you'd always go see the Shamu show and the Seal show and the Sea Lion show and all the fucking shows. And, like, when I was a kid, I remember I loved sitting in the splash zone. It's kids who like to get wet. That's what it is. Yeah. But I would. That's why I don't want kids. They make me sit in the fucking splash zone. That's why. Yeah. And I would tell my kids, like, that is. Do you know what's in that water? (sighs) Right? It is. That is shit. (sighs) Dolphin piss. No, thank you. (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm looking at my list of Atlanta stories. We stumbled on a random science fair. I thought you would think that's cute because, like, we're super nerds. So we took a walk around Piedmont Park, which is, like, it's it's a very large park in Atlanta. And it's a, got a really lovely view of downtown. But, like, while we were there, there it just happened to randomly be a science fair. <laughs> and so That's we cool. yeah it was like it was like the full on like people making molecules out of gumdrops and toothpicks and the whole nine yards oh precious but then the line to get like a lemonade was like 20 minutes long i hate that stuff what the fuck oh that's know, irritating right? just walk to starbucks across the street just doesn't make any sense right? but starbucks lemonade is gross though yeah kind of but you know when you're when you're thirsty it's fine when it's mixed with something but like by itself nasty oh yeah i always get the not that i know you don't want to hear a starbucks story but i always get the passion tea lemonade i always have to mix it yeah that was my very first like basic bitch drink from starbucks (laughs) when i first started working there it's still my basic bitch drink what can i say that's because you're a basic bitch because you're basic okay well if you're just going to be mean to me then i'm not telling any more atlanta stories so your turn i'll talk about my weekend then because my weekend is more interesting oh rude (laughs) traveling is super interesting I went to WonderCon this weekend. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is pretty cool. So WonderCon is comics? I mean, it's basically the little sister of Comic-Con. It's done by the same people, um, and it's basically Wonder. It's basically Comic-Con without the anxiety and, like, the 60 million fucking people. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I like WonderCon because it's, like, a regular convention. They have an artist alley. They have, like, a, a regular con floor kind of thing but it's not like it's not like crazy with comic-con like type of thing so there's no like there's no like big movie um announcements there's no like trailer things like that so like the big panels and stuff that comic-con has to offer it doesn't have that so they don't really draw the crazy crowds like comic-con does that sounds a lot like dragon con but dragon con does bring the crazy crowds because it is that one time of year but they don't and they do have celebrities and stuff but they don't like they don't like un- unveil movie trailers and stuff there's a lot more like homegrown panels as well as the celebrity stuff you know yeah and that's that's the one thing about what WonderCon is it has a lot of the it has panels and stuff and it has you know some bigger things but for the most part it's pretty chill um and like I only brought I only brought two costumes with me. I usually do one a day, but I did Elphaba on Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday we debuted our suffragette Disney princess group. Which so. I do want to say the pictures that your Elphaba uh, this time are amazing, and I like I'm not just like doing a cheap plug. People really should visit your personal Instagram. What Aria Snark or Aria Sp- Aria uh, underscore, underscore Snark. Snark? Okay, Aria underscore Snark. And check out your Alphaba pictures because you were you were gorge like it slayed like even more so so the pictures are even better so, like not to shade your Seattle photos because those were good too but like somehow I don't know if it's just because of what you were going through personally like like your like expressions and your emotions in those pictures are just like oh my god like she's on fire yeah I was really trying to just channel like so the photo shoot the of the photos that I posted the two that I posted the one that I posted yesterday and the one I posted today like that I got the news that we were having the funeral like minutes before I did that photo shoot 
like okay. I got the inf- I got the information about the funeral like minutes before the photo shoot. That explains so. a lot. But I mean, for what it's worth, sometimes pain leads to artistry. I mean, look yeah. at everything. Look at everything that's going on in America right now. Um, I mean, yeah, and it, it was, um, you know, I just. I thought about like not going, but then I was like, no, because Grandma Gloria would want me to go. She wouldn't want me like she doesn't want anybody fussing over her, you know, like she wants people to live their lives and still like, you know, still remember her, but not, you know, not completely derail what's going on in their personal lives. So I went and I'm glad I did because, you know, we had a really good time and we got a we got a big room, a big hotel room um, uh, down by down by Disneyland. So we stayed at my favorite hotel. Um, we managed to score a two bedroom, two bathroom suite for like 200 bucks a night. Um, Damn. Which was really cool. I know, right? Um, and so, of course, in true Victoria fashion, my suffragette costume was not finished before the convention. So I brought my sewing machine with me. Um, and I'm very thankful to my roommate because she helped me a lot. She made my skirt for me because, like, I just, I, I was useless last week when it came to like trying to do things. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't, you know, stay on track. So Lena made my skirt for me, which was very, very helpful. And then I just finished, I worked on the costume like a little bit every night after, um, after the convention. Um, and I was so overwhelmed with how well received our, um, our suffragette group was. I was going to because... say, like, that was a clever idea. And for those that have no idea what she's talking about, like, you took some of the protesters, the women's, you know, right to vote, the suffragette movement from the 20s, and you, like, you kind of, like, Disney-bound princesses into that. Yes. So I did so much research for this group because this group was my idea. Um, oh, well, I... I was curious what? where it came from. Yeah, it was my idea. Um, I, a few years ago, like when I first started cosplaying, I was like, how fun would it be to do a suffragette, like Disney princess mashup kind of thing? That'd be so fun. And so a few months ago I put feelers out and I was like, would anybody be interested in doing this with me? Because I really want to do it. And I think we need like a big, we need like a group of people to do it with us. And so there were people who were interested and then, you know, true to fashion as the convention got closer. People were like, oh, I have to drop out. And like, that's fine. And there ended up being four of us and it was me and my roommate and my friend Aaliyah, who I've talked about on the podcast before. And then our friend, um, Ariel, who we met at D23 last year. And so we had Moana, I was Aurora, uh, we had Ariel and Anna. Was um, Ariel Ariel? No, Lena was Ar- Lena was Ariel. Because Ariel was, was Anna. Okay, I was gonna say that'd be awfully convenient, but it, it never I works know. out that it never works out that way, does it? No, it never does. But you know, Lena Lena had like claimed Ariel before I even made like our Facebook group that we have. So like that wasn't even an option for anybody else. I'm just, sorry, um, I, I can't help but think of like Muriel's wedding. It's Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's Mario now. Yeah, um, but like as soon as we got to the convention, like people were like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" So I like right when we got there, we hadn't even gone inside yet, and we were stuck outside for like thirty minutes. Because people kept like coming up to take photos of us and things like that, which was really cool. And I told, I leaned over and I told Aliyah, I'm like, this is going to be a repeat of D23, man. You we love map, the attention. We did our you, map dresses. You no, love I do, and I love it. I do, I love it, and I think it's really, I think it's really cool. Um, and you know, of course, the inner, the inner diva in me is like, yes, pay attention, bitches, yes. But like, also that it's, you know, it was, it's a powerful, 
it's a powerful image, you know, just um, especially considering like the tumultuous state that a country is in with everything that's going on um, politically. Um, and then with the whole Me Too, mo- uh, Me Too Times Up movement and all that. And then, you know, the um, the Parkland kids, um, you know, it's just it's been a very it was a very well received um, very well received costume. It was it was and, a good time for it. Not that there should be a time for it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but it had more impact debuting now yes. than it would have maybe a year or two ago. Yes. Um, and um, you know, it was really cool. Like one of the best things that happened was it, we. There's usually like a Disney cosplay meetup, and like we'll all do like a group sh- a group photo together. And there was probably like 300 people there this this year, um, and there was a little a mom and like two little girls and the little girls had to been like maybe five and seven. And the mom was like, I love your costumes. And then one of the little girls was like, I would vote for you. And Aww. it was really cool. It was really nice. Cause we had a chance to sit there and like talk to her about how important it is to vote when you grow up. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. It was really cool. And I was like, that wasn't anything I was expecting to happen. But I'm really glad that it did because we were able to talk to these two little girls and be like, it's really important to remember to vote when you grow up because that's how you can make change happen. And, you know, like, I don't really care for kids that much, but I thought that was a very cool, teachable moment. Yeah, for um, sure. For these kids. Yeah. I mean, just like, you know, especially like with everything that's going on with, you know, the Parkland survivors and whatnot um, and it's showing that, yeah, kids can make a difference. And I, so I th- I'm really hoping that, you know, that's something that they remember when they grow up, because I remember things like that from when I was a kid. So I hope that it's something that they remember and that they keep in mind, you know, as they grow up, that it's very important to vote and it's very important to make your voice heard. Um, but the, I think one of the best parts of our costumes was we we made signs um and well actually Aaliyah made signs because Aaliyah is crazy stupid artistic and so she made um all of our signs for us and we all came up with ideas for what our signs were going to say and so they all all of them said votes for women on one side and then on the other side they all said things that had something to do with our characters or our movies or whatever and so Anna's said for the first time in forever Ariel said I want more uh, Moana said how far I'll go and I was sleeping beauty and my sign said stay woke <laughs> okay I like that right yeah so I was gonna be Belle and then I came up with the idea for the stay woke sign and it made me laugh so I switched That's um, good. and so whenever I hear anybody like read my sign out loud and go stay woke I go stay woke fam and like point to my temple like stay woke fam like <laughs> it was fun that's good. But um no, yeah, it was really, really good. And I've I love seeing um I love seeing like people like tagging me on Instagram, you know, oh hey look, this person took a picture of you. Oh hey look, and it's really cool that just people um people I don't like particularly know in my normal day to day life, just people who follow me on Instagram are like tagging me in these things, like, Hey look, it's you, hey look, it's you. Um Oh, you're an insta celebrity. I got over a thousand followers now. Oh shit. Of- Work. Yeah, because of WonderCon, like I was dancing like towards it. I kept like dancing in between. Like I keep going from like nine eighty to like nine sixty five, like in between there. But after WonderCon, I'm at like I'm at like ten twenty five right now. Work. I know. I'm like super excited. I, I sent a picture of it to Lena, and I was like, "It's happening!" Because <laughs> of course she's at like two thousand because she's amazing. Yeah. Um. 
but you know it's like that's a big thing in the cosplay world like people want followers and all that and I'm like I could I couldn't care less one way or another like I think it's really cool but also like I don't do it to get famous or mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's not something that's not why I do it yeah but you okay, do cool, like the attention added... you like the attention in the moment I do it's a cool added bonus but like that's not why I do it you yeah. know it's like I do it for me and I do it because I need a, a creative outlet because if I don't have that creative outlet people are gonna die <laughs> um you know like I had Rocky and burlesque when I lived in the Bay Area but now that I don't do that anymore like I have to have something or else people are gonna die sure um and this is this is the fun thing um and so we decided that we're probably gonna bring them back for d23 Ooh. next year and our group has grown um so we have like there were like you know, maybe like 10, 15 people in the group that we have on Facebook. And like, now we have like almost 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. People who just want to do this. They're like, Oh my God, this is such a cool idea. I want to join. And so I'm like, shoot me a friend request. I'll add you to the group. Like we have a list of characters that are available, characters that are taken. And like, at this point I'm like any female Disney character, like who's not really a villain because like that kind of goes against the whole thing. But, um, any protagonist female character, um, I'm very open to having her in the group. Um, so we have like people who aren't um, princesses. We have an Alice, we have a Tinkerbell, we have a Lottie, we have a Meg, and we have a Mary Poppins. Okay. So like you know, and then as far as our princesses go, we have Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, uh, Giselle, Rapunzel, Merida, Anna, Elsa, and Moana. Wow. Right? right? And that's not even everybody in the group who's like chosen a character yet. There's still people in the group who have not chosen. Well, uh, I, then we'll, we'll be seeing you at D23. And probably um, WonderCon again next year. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much like my WonderCon was pretty, pretty rad aside from the con crud. So um, right. I, let, let's use this. I, let's use this as an opportunity to talk about like the one news story that I, I think we, we need to bring up. Yeah. So Disney. Yeah, so somebody put out, because uh, it's March, and the one thing you talk about, people talk about in March is like March Madness with the sports ball and all that. Um, so somebody created a Disney versus Pixar um, uh, March Madness bracket, and it's, I've seen a few of them going around, but there was one that really like pissed me off. <laughs> um, because it paired up Coco against Cars 3 and whoever, whatever fucking crazy person like made, like decided to fill this, this bracket out said that Cars 3 was better than Coco. And I was like personally offended. Yeah. Like I will fight you. I will fucking fight you. Coco is the best Pixar movie. Fight me, bitches. It is the best one. I did not um, like the bracket. I was seeing that Wally kept getting eliminated in the first round. I was like, I am going to okay, fight yeah, but people. Wally's versus the Incredibles, and I'm sorry, but the Incredibles is better. Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I love me some Wally. That's one of my favorite movies ever. And see, like, I would have, like, I think Ratatouille, Ratatouille's versus Bugs Life, and I'm sorry, Bugs Life wins. Like, Bugs Life was my favorite Pixar movie until Coco came around. Yes, but I'm so happy to hear that they're finally getting rid of Bugs Land. <laughs> I love Bugs Land. Of course. You you it's probably so love cool. that stupid train where they spray you all the cookie the flavors. The Choo Choo train is so cute. <laughs> well, now it's that's so going to 
He's going to be a beautiful butterfly. Like, come on. Well, now that's going to so be cute. like Thor's train ride to hell or something. I mean, I don't as know. long as I can, like, as long as they have a super hot Hawkeye, then I'm good. Because <laughs> then I, that makes it all worth it. I just thought, I, I thought it was funny, like, how into that bracket people are getting. Like, the Disney okay. thing. Okay, like, so let's, let's, let's fill it out. Okay. Okay, you're so, going to have to tell me what goes versus what. Okay. Okay, we're going to start with the Disney side, right? Okay. Uh, Lion King versus Tarzan. Oh, Lion King. Okay. Uh, Princess and the Frog versus Lilo and Stitch. Uh, I'm going to go with Princess and the Frog because I think most people really underrate that movie. I, love, I fucking love that movie. I love, is my favorite character. I love Lilo and Stitch, but I think Princess and the Frog demands like more attention. So I'm going with okay. that. So we're going to – so I can keep track of this. We're going to go bracket by bracket. Okay. So – um, it's going to be, uh, Lion King versus Princess and the Frog. Ooh, um, hmm. that's hard. That is really hard. I'm going to go Lion King because I can't help but be influenced by the fact that A, Beyonce's in the remake, B, there's a fabulous Broadway show. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Tangled versus Big Hero 6. I haven't seen Big Hero 6, so Tangled by no. default, which I think would win okay. anyway. Frozen versus Moana. Moana. Okay. Uh, Tangled versus Moana. Tangled. Tangled versus Lion King. Lion King. Okay. Uh, Aladdin versus Hercules. Aladdin. Little Mermaid versus Pocahontas. <sighs> Little Mermaid for Ursula. Okay. Uh, Aladdin versus Little Mermaid. Aladdin. Okay. Um... Mulan versus Zootopia. Ooh. Um, with all respect to the furry fans, uh, uh, Mulan. Okay. Uh, Beauty and the Beast versus Nightmare Before Christmas. Why do I have to ask oh, that? Oh, fuck. That's rough, but Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Uh, what was the winner? It was Aladdin, right? Aladdin versus Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And then Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast. Ooh, 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 ow, ow. Um, oh, Beauty and the Beast for me. Okay. For me. This is for me? For me, Beauty yeah, and the Beast. for you. Yeah. For me. Okay, Beauty and the Beast. So that's the winner for the Disney side. Okay. Uh, Up versus Brave. Up. Toy Story. Oh, wait. Yeah, Toy Story versus Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2. Okay. Sure. Um, it was Up versus Toy Story 2. Up. Okay. Coco versus Cars 3. I, I haven't seen either one, so I'm only going to vote Coco to stay in your good graces. I mean, Coco's fucking amazing. It's beautiful. You will cry ugly tears. I, I, I um, figure. Toy Story 3 versus The Good Dinosaur. What's the uh, Toy Story 3? What's The Good Dinosaur? I, you never saw The Good Dinosaur? No. It came out a couple years ago. I don't remember so that Toy one. Toy Story 3? Toy Story 3. Okay, and then it was Coco versus Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3, sorry. It's okay. That's fine. At least you didn't pick Cars 3 over Coco. No, I wouldn't do that too. Um, Ratatouille versus Bugs Life. Bugs Life. Uh, Finding Nemo versus Inside Out. <sighs> Nemo. Uh, Nemo versus Bugs Life. Nemo. Okay. Um, Monsters, Inc. versus Cars. Monsters, Inc. 
Okay. Incredibles versus Wally. Wally. Uh, Deal with Monsters it. Monsters Inc. versus Wally. Wally. Wally versus Finding Nemo. Wally. Okay, and then it's Wally versus. Uh, what was it? Versus Toy up. Story 3. Versus Up? Oh, was it Up? Yeah, Girl. Wally versus Up. Girl, you're the one supposed to be keeping track. Uh, I oh, forgot. That is hard. That is really hard. Um, Up. Up versus Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. So Beauty and the Beast wins. Of course. Of course it does. This is me we're talking about. Of course it did. Yeah. Wow, I knew that, that was, was going to happen. That was really riveting radio for our listeners, but I'm sure people are screaming at me right now. So if you believe I made a mistake, which I can't wait to hear from uh, some of you uh, that I knocked out Zootopia the first round, uh, you can tweet us at ShakingCrying on Twitter. ShakingCrying. There's no and, but if you want to hit us up on our Instagram, we're uh, far fewer than a thousand followers, but we'd like to get there shaking and crying on Instagram. Yes. And then you can also email us shaking and crying podcast at gmail.com. And you can also leave comments on our, uh, on our, the, the website, which is shaking and Or you can find us through our host, uh, voice of geeks network. It's bognetworks.com. Very good. Um, Look at me. I remember shit. See, I remember that. I don't remember fucking your bracket, though. Very good. Uh, what what won yours, Victoria, when you um, did it? Honestly, it would have come down to Moana versus wow. Coco. Wow. A modern girl. And, and Coco would have won. Oh, wow. A very modern girl. You know, Coco was available to watch on the plane when I was coming no, back No, don't from watch Atlanta. it in public. You're going to ugly cry. Well, it's going to okay. fuck you up. I know. That's the thing. And I didn't watch it. But instead, my stupid ass watched Queer Eye, episode three and four. Oh, you stupid bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have never ugly cried that hard in public before. Especially, I even thought the third episode with everything that's going on in the fucking world, when it was, um, I, I totally misremember the guy's name, Kamayo. Versus with what's that? W- with the cop, and they had a Toronto. very frank discussion about what's going on in this country. Like I, I was moved. That like I... that touched me. But but then when in the fourth episode when the guy came out to his stepmom, I was like, I'm done. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to ruin it for friend. people. But I thought that that episode was ending with an engagement, and that is the ugly cry. And the way it really ended. I was not period ready period. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess I could say here's my news contribution tonight. Queer Eye got renewed for a second season on Netflix finally, and it's coming back later this year. Yeah, that's great. So, so we don't have to wait that long. Congrats to those fabulous men, and uh, maybe maybe I'll get nominated. <laughs> Although, maybe I'll, try, I'll I'll nominate you. You know what? I don't own my house, and that probably knocks me out because of all the uh, changes they do. Like I I don't see how they could do it because I don't I own mean, my house. I can imagine they'd probably just like redecorate they wouldn't like change and like clear your house out but they'd probably like buy you new furniture and shit interesting i could use new furniture that's for sure okay before we sign off for the night though i do want to get to one tweet we did get during the break uh we did get a tweet from garth the wolf on twitter who said sorry to hear you guys had a bad paramore experience i've heard from friends that they're amazing live your friends were wrong Uh, And it's been a childhood dream for me to see them. They'll be in Columbus this summer, and I couldn't be more excited since I love the new album. And I went ahead just because we were on a hiatus. I replied to Garth, and I put, you can like what you like, but 
barf emoji, barf emoji, barf emoji. Apparently, they're going to be playing at Coachella next year. Ah. I saw the Coachella lineup. It's like Paramore and Fall Out Boy, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm not hippie enough to go out to Coachella. I went to. Co- Did you know I went to Coachella in 2002? I had no. I didn't know you in 2002. I, went, I was in high school in 2002. I went to Coachella in 2002 because it was Bjork. Was uh, oh shit. Yeah, it was Bjork. It was. The- was that the one where she was like r- running around the stage, like barking at everybody? Yes. Oh, but that's every concert. But it, it, she does. But yes, she was in the big Venus flytrap outfit. And during one of her songs, I think it was Pluto, she ran around the stage and went, bah, bah, and she started barking at the audience. And I loved it. I loved it. But Bjork, like, like that was when she was at her peak for me. I'm not as big of a fan of her newer stuff, but her old stuff, like, especially like, like, um, post and homogenic and those, those are like the best like albums in her career. I don't think she'll ever get past Beyonce's that. going to be at Coachella this year. That would be a sight to see. Um, I will say I though. Mean, and then also, I don't know if we were on hiatus when this, when this news came out, but Beyonce is going on tour. Yeah, I heard. I heard. No, I With think, I think it was brief. Because she can't leave his cheating ass alone for five months while she goes on a world tour. I wanted to say quickly, though, about Coachella, it wasn't just Bjork, but it was also, like, the first time that Susie and the Banshees had done a live show in a long time. So my, like, inner goth, like, ate that shit up. I was really excited. Yeah. So I said, to get like, that oh, up. my God. She like, I would love this if it wasn't so cool to love things. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it was. Like, oh, I'm too cool for this. And you, uh. inside your in, – interior, you're like, ah! <laughs> like, just – basically basically turning into a screaming queen and i love it (sighs) but um thank you to those who reached out um uh if you're friends with me in real life or if you saw the instagram post uh that i made about my grandma like i really appreciate you guys and um thank you for your constant support and your kind words they really did mean a lot even if i didn't respond um i really really appreciate it and i did feel the love flowing in so thank you guys so very very much and thanks for listening to our little dog and pony show where we basically just ranted about our weeks for this week uh and i do want to acknowledge we got that on twitter as well because i just screamed screen capped your instagram post and put it on twitter and uh we did get love there too and uh, even though i didn't read it here on air you know it's your love is felt and thank you very much Thank you guys. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for support. Thank you for being a friend. Do 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 do. Travel down the road and back again. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. See you next week. I'm sure. That's right. Nothing Whoop. else. Happens. A normal show, whatever that is, next week. Thanks for listening to us, though. Bye. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Shaking and Crying for this March the my calendar twenty eighth. <laughs> Let me try that again. Stupid cunt. If you take two.